Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> okay, wait, let me just get adjusted. Whew. <sighs> There's nothing that intimidates me more than talking to a microphone. I think partially because I don't know. I find social media so interesting. The only reason why I have a platform now is because I started a while ago. Um, I would not have one now because I am not great at giving much of myself away to the internet, which I think you have to do in order to be successful. And I think a lot of that for me is just kind of self-doubt and feeling like, why are any of my thoughts or opinions any more important or interesting than the next person? And the answer is that they're not. Um, I think I've just been lucky enough to have a community to kind of share these experiences with. Um, but anyways, that's why podcasting is so damn hard for me, but we're not going to get into that or any other excuses, but I'm really happy to be back um, just for now just for this episode. I'm not making any promises, but there's been something on my mind as there usually is when I come to this podcast and why I love the format of this podcast. I am happy to be sitting down recording. I'm in my bed. I was going to say my bedroom, but my bedroom is also my kitchen and my living room and my closet and my office. So I'm in my studio apartment recording this right now. I happen to be sitting on my bed um and I don't I find studio apartments so funny and just a quick tangent because I was thinking about the episode that I recorded with Zantori and something that I wish I said but I guess I'll just say it now something that I find so funny about living in New York City is we're literally like living in an ant farm I am looking out of my window and across the street there's another apartment building and I can just see each floor and every like three windows it's a different little unit and people have their own little lives set up it's all decorated differently I'm also obsessed with looking into people's apartments so (laughs) I feel sorry for the people across from me in like a totally not creepy way I never see people I just see basically what's on their window frame anyways this is sounding really creepy point is we if you live in New York City or another highly populated dense city we live in an ant farm and we're just little ants in our little spaces so I'm in my little ant home of my studio apartment that I find so funny but it is my home and I love it and we're podcasting okay get to the point Margo I have something that I've been thinking about (laughs) And it's honestly been like a long time insecurity of mine, not a serious insecurity that I, you know, do anything about, just kind of a fact of life for me. And that is that I lack vision. And it's something that comes into every single part of my life. And I want to kind of break that down. And the reason I I feel like this topic might be relevant is because 
in social media, it goes back to episode one of this podcast, which is this Gen Z catch 22 that we are so young that we feel like we should be branching out and doing all these new things and still like testing, playing the field and seeing what's out there in our careers, our hobbies, our relationships, our friends, whatever, but also feeling like social media makes us feel like we have to narrow ourselves down to like a niche or a certain type of content. I feel like the topic of not having a vision is relevant for our generation because there's so much pressure to do so online and that's usually where it like all comes to a head for me and it gets really overwhelming is online but it really does manifest itself in so many different parts of my life. So I kind of just want to explore this theme and insecurity um, in this episode and talk about how it manifests in different parts of my life. I don't really have a moral of this story and I don't really have a solution, but I have a couple ways to kind of flip it if you feel like this is you also because I really have no idea how many people out there and it's not really something you can like poll. I guess it could be, but I don't know. Whether or not you feel like you have a vision is very much in the eye of the boulder, but I think it's important to flip it and change it from something that makes me feel incapable of doing things to letting it be something that helps me and helps my life and helps me moving forward. Okay, so before I get into this, what the heck am I talking about when I say a vision. I am talking about the capability to either imagine things that are not yet real or look really far into the future and understand what that might look like. I guess that's a pretty straightforward definition of a vision. So probably whatever you thought I was talking about is probably what I'm going to be talking about. But you guys will get kind of a clearer picture when I dive into the examples. I'm going to start with a very literal example, Um, and this has been something that I've been trying to get better at for the past nine months, and that is interior design. I moved into the current apartment that I'm in, my little ant farm studio apartment, in December of 2021. I actually just renewed my lease, so I'm going to be here for another full year, and I'm still decorating it. And... I think it's interesting because I do have friends. I have a good handful of friends that either are interior stylists, um, interior designers, which I just learned the difference of, and generally just people that have a really good eye. And I guess this is like where the visionary part gets more literal is if you have a good eye, but it's like your mind's eye where I moved into my apartment. And I had a Pinterest board and I knew what I liked. But when it came to actually executing that, I had to like get things into my space and see if I liked it or not before I could decide and move forward. So example, I've had two rugs. I'm on my second rug. I've had two um, coffee tables. I've had so many different prints. And a lot of these things are things that I already owned, like brought in from my house or I got on Facebook Marketplace. So it's not being wasteful but it still took a lot more time to figure these things out. So this is like the most literal sense. It's fine. Like I really want to believe that I am an interior designer, but I'm not. And I can be at peace with that fact. Okay, similar to interior design is fashion. So I feel pretty confident in my fashion sense now. 
I feel pretty confident when I'm buying things. But when it comes to putting outfits together before I come to that outfit that I'm happy with, I'm not somebody who can like be in the shower and think of an outfit and put it on and it looks great and walk out the door. I have to try on every single piece. Even if I imagine like I have the outfit ready and I'm just going to throw on the shoes when I leave. No, no, no. I need to try on the shoes because it's probably going to look horrible. The one that I thought would look good because I can't envision it when I'm trying it on and try on 50 different pairs of shoes. So again, it's not that deep, but it's an annoyance. And I know like JC, my last roommate, was baffled at the fact that I couldn't just envision an outfit and put it on and it would look good because she can do that. Like I'm sure a lot of people have that ability and I'm very jealous of you. Again, not that deep, just scrapes the surface, but another example. Okay, here's another one that gets a bit weirder. If I'm in a grocery store and I see a product and let's say I've had this product before, I can't remember what it tastes like. Like at that moment, even if it's like a tomato, I know that I like tomatoes and I know that they're very like fresh and I know the meals that I've had them in that are good. I can't imagine the taste of a tomato when I'm standing there. <laughs> like, is this normal? Um, even like a box of chips or like Terra chips, for example. I know I love Terra chips, but until they're on my taste buds, I don't know what they taste like. And when I started realizing this, I realized that it actually got a lot deeper than this. So another way that this, and I, again, I don't really know if this is like visionary, but you'll see where I'm going. Just stick with me, okay? Something that I have a really hard time with is being empathetic towards myself with emotions. So right now I'm in like a pretty neutral state of emotions. I have energy. I just had a coffee. Um, I'm, you know, like excited my cousin's coming tonight. Let's just say like neutral good. I cannot place myself in the emotion of of me being extremely anxious and upset. Like I can't imagine what it feels like to be extremely anxious and upset or angry or like extremely gleeful unless I'm in that state of emotion. Again, I have no clue if this is normal or if I'm lacking some like this is like a if I have a personality disorder that you guys are uncovering right now, please feel free to let me know. It would help out with a lot of things in my life. I just don't know if this is normal that I can't I don't know what it feels like to be extremely sad right now. Like I I know what that feeling is, but I don't know what it feels like. I can't be empathetic towards myself. And I feel like when people around me are really anxious or upset or sad, like I I feel like I'm empathetic, but I don't know if I really am, if I don't even know what that feels like for myself. I would would like to think that I'm empathetic. Um, And I think one of the things that my mom raised me to be is empathetic because I know that whenever I was, even if I like stubbed my toe, she would act as if she she was in pain like she'd be like oh my god like that hurts so badly I'm so sorry like she would put herself in my place yeah I don't know okay so we're just gonna move on because you guys are probably getting very confused what path we're going down but interested to see if other people feel that way too this is where it gets really frustrating for me and this is kind of where like the visionary thing feels like an insecurity for me or at least a a disadvantage for me is 
I have a really hard time envisioning my future. And I don't think I've ever been able to do this. I feel like there's people around me that know exactly what they want to do and exactly, you know, in their dream scenario where they would be. And I guess this is more like manifesting and visualizing and using those tools to kind of set you forward. Of course, just because we imagine something, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to come true. But when I think about my future, I have no clue what it's going to be like. I have no idea what my career path is going to be. Even a year from now, I have no clue what I'm going to be doing. And the reason why I feel like this is a disadvantage is because I don't feel like I can set myself up for the highest version of myself if I can't even imagine what that would be. I don't have a dream job and I don't have like a dream life and I I can't envision what that would look like for me and the goals that I do have are like pretty silly and if they didn't happen I wouldn't actually care like they're all kind of like materialistic because I don't know what other goals I can set right now because I can't envision the direction that I'm going. The reason why I think this is relevant for social media is because I think a lot of people brand themselves so well, at least from the outside, just scrolling, it seems like people have their niche, whether that's like an interior designer or an architect or a nurse or whatever, and they've like branded themselves and the journey that they're going on really well. I think also part of this visionary thing is like being able to separate yourself from yourself and look at yourself from the outside and I I lack being able to do that again I don't know if this is the same for other people but I can't distance myself from my own thoughts and my experience my my fear with this lack of a vision is that I don't know what to work towards or focus on. I don't know if I'm spending my time doing the right things. And I think this silver lining in all of this is that it forces me to be more present and question things and take my situation day by day because I don't have that like five-year plan to look forward to. But I have to really be present and in the moment and playing the field because that's really the only thing that I know how to do. It also means that I might not have vision for my future, but it doesn't mean that I can't get clarity on my past from my current situation. So the vision is a more hindsight vision of getting clarity of what's already happened and learning from my past and using that to inform my decisions for the future. I think part of the reason why I love journaling is because it allows me to get these thoughts down on paper and use journaling as a tool for figuring out my plan and feeling like it is more tactile and legitimate than what's going on in my head. One journal prompt that I really like to use for this is taking inventory of what's happened. So this can either be your entire life, it can be your recent life, it's if you wanna focus on career, it can be the time that you've been working. And what I like to do is really take inventory of what's felt really good. What am I naturally really good at? 
When do I feel the most myself? What are the things that I'm really curious about and I want to explore more of? Pull all of those out from your experiences and you can get really specific with it. And then start to think how you can use those experiences or those curiosities to inform where I'm going next. So one of the things that I really loved from my past job, not the job that I'm currently at, is I got to work a lot on user experience for a website. I haven't done that since my last job, but I know that moving forward, it's something that I really enjoy doing. So I can use that in the future. Again, have no clue where that would take me or when that would be useful um, in my future that it just looks like a, a lot of question marks. But at least I'm pursuing things that make me excited and happy. And isn't that like the whole point of it all? If you guys want to do this prompt, I'm going to share a format to journal with on Instagram. Um, So you can just check there and journal with me if you feel like you're in the same boat. Or maybe it's just me. (laughs) I think something that's important for me is using my feelings and intuition to inform what I'm doing next and my next move and really trying to be present. Um, The book, The Power of Now is amazing. This is a passage from The Power of Now, which will explain what the book is about a lot better than I can. So this book is by Eckhart Tolle and I'm reading from page 58. When I say time is an illusion, my intention is not to make a philosophical statement. I'm just reminding you of a simple fact a fact so obvious that you may find it hard to grasp and may even find it meaningless. But once fully realized, it can cut like a sword through all the mind-created layers of complexity and problems. Let me say it again. The present moment is all you ever have. There is never a time when your life is not this moment. Is that not a fact? Ah, so good. I don't read too many spiritual or like self-help type books but that concept has helped me to put my mind at ease I'm going to read a few quotes from the power of now that I think are really relevant for this topic um, of not being able to (laughs) to look into the future but using that to my advantage okay so this is on page 68 of the power of now by Eckhart Tolle I'm just going to read it and then I'm going to share my thoughts. I feel like I'm in English class. Okay. See if you can give much more attention to the doing than the result that you want to achieve through it. Give your fullest attention to whatever the moment presents. This implies that you also completely accept what is because you cannot give your full attention to something at the same time to resist it. Do not be concerned with the fruit of your action. Just give attention to the action itself. The fruit will come of its own accord. I love this because it takes the stress away from setting these insane goals that we have for ourselves and just focusing on the goals and really just focusing on the present moment. If we're only really going to experience the present moment, then we might as well make it enjoyable and exciting and pursue things that make us really happy. The reality of it is we never know what our future holds and what we are going to experience and like I was talking about earlier I 
have a hard time being empathetic towards myself. So in 30 years from now, I am not going to be able to look back to where I am now and feel the feelings that I'm feeling. (laughs) Great use of words. Emotionally, I'm not going to be able to experience what I'm feeling right now. So I might as well make it just a lot of fun getting to wherever I'm going to get one day. You know what they say, it's all about the journey, not the destination. (laughs) And that's the moral of this podcast. I literally could have just started with that. I would have saved you a lot of time. There really is this power of not being able to look so far into the future and using that to your advantage to really just be present and experience life as it is and as it's coming to you and as it's handed to you. And I think there's something very powerful in that and exciting and almost freeing because you can free yourselves from your expectations and just be and just be I think that's all I have for you guys it was really therapeutic honestly to just talk through this and come to this conclusion that I'm doing just fine and if you feel like this too you are too thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of working title I hope you liked it or it resonated with you or if you just think I'm absolutely mental, mental, then that's okay too. And I'm still glad that you're here. If you have a moment, I would love if you gave Working Title five stars. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave me a little note and I love reading them. Okay, I'm going to let you go, but I love you guys so much. And uh, for more regular posting, you can check out my Instagram, margot.ly. All right. Until next time. Bye.